Welcome to Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast library of topics covering regulatory compliance, reporting, disclosures, financial management, and financial transformation technologies. Bramasol is the leader in SAP-based finance solutions and a co-innovator with SAP on developing and deploying purpose-built compliance capabilities. Learn more about Bramasol at www.bramasol.com. Welcome to Bramasol's Insight to Action series of podcasts. I'm your host, Vivek Thomas, and with me today is John Froelich, the Vice President of Strategy and Marketing at Bramasol. Hello, Vivek. Thank you for having me here. It is a privilege to be here with you in India. A pleasure to have you, John. So, John, today I thought we'd talk about Treasury and uh, its impact on uh, its impact on businesses today. And uh, there are several areas that people aren't really aware of, and Bramasol is working to highlight that. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> so, can you tell us about the Treasury? Uh, what it does, where it fits into the organization, and uh, where you see the changes coming. That's a great question, uh, Vivek, and and let's take a half a step back for those of who don't know about uh, Bramasol. Bramasol is the leader in finance compliance and Mm -hmm. transformation solutions. Uh, We have three pillars of our organization. You're familiar with, of course, our leasing uh, practice that we've had for a number of years now and our leaders. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, we're the number one successful partner out there in revenue recognition. We've been doing that technically revenue recognition for over 10 years now. We started early on with Apple. Uh, yeah, so there was a logical transition if you think of leasing as managing uh, the balance sheet and really understanding you know, your assets and your liabilities and revenue recognition as tied to your P&L, we looked at it from a logical extension and said, wow, um, Treasury. Treasury is really about the cash flow and of course mm-hmm. The cash flow is all about the lifeblood of your company, and if that's the case, treasury organization being the heart. Right. Um, And underlying all of that, of course, is our deep analytics and dashboards, uh, providing, as we know, insight to action, Mm -hmm. uh, all based on that SAP innovation platform, uh, SAP S4HANA. But you asked specifically about what is treasury. Uh, Really, treasury is the management of four different basic areas. Uh, Number one is payments. Things like banking and how do I pay my bills. Uh, The second piece is all about cash and cash management. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do we manage cash? Mm -hmm. How do we ensure that we have enough cash uh, to run the company? Mm -hmm. Um, Statistics show that companies uh, really don't go out of business, Vivek, uh, for the reasons that many people think. For example, lack uh, of revenue Mm -hmm. uh, or lack of uh, or over expenditures in in, costs. Uh, most companies go out of business because they have no cash to pay the bills. So Absolutely. cash, of course, is a good thing. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you and I. You know, it's always nice to have money in the checking account. Right. We gotta know how many we have, but we also want to know what our debts and investments are. Mm-hmm. So how do we manage that? And finally, managing risk. And there's a couple of right. different kinds of risk. Um, so we thought it was a natural outgrowth of what we do to get into the treasury space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Bramasol is committed to being the leaders in treasury. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember once you said uh, something long, along the lines that if uh, cash is the lifeblood of a company, the treasury function is its the beating heart, getting it Absolutely. to where it needs. It's Absolutely. Getting the money to where it needs to be, when it needs to be, mm-hmm. and 
you know, if you have too much cash, it's like having too high a blood pressure. If you don't have enough, it's uh-huh. low blood pressure. And both of those are bad. Nobody yeah. wants a heart attack or a stroke, uh-huh. right? Yeah. An analogy can be stretched pretty far, but I think that gets a point across. There you go. All right. So uh, can you share why, uh, tre- why Treasury right now? I mean, is there, are there any changes in the market? Are there changes technologically? Uh, why are we, why is Bramasol's uh, pushing so much now into uh, the treasury space? You know, that's a great question, uh, of course. Um, I think today, treasurers, treasure, why treasury? Um, because it's where the cash comes from. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a logical extension. And, and as things become more and more complex, it's important that we have mm-hmm. a good cash management, good debt mm-hmm. management. Um, but what we're finding is um, the CFO slash treasurer and controllers are focused on three basic areas. Uh, number one is managing and continuing to manage the ongoing business. Right. Uh, and that relates a lot to things like uh, better planning and forecasting, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, there's not a person out there who doesn't want to get punished by the street for bad planning and bad forecasting. Right. Um, streamlined accounting and compliance. Mm-hmm. Um, the treasurer really wants to be able to manage the costs associated with that mm-hmm. and utilize the basic modern tools uh, to allow them to do that. Um, enhanced decision making. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really all about having the information at your fingertips to right. make great decisions. Lowering costs, reducing error. Mm-hmm. Right? How many times do you see companies restating because mm-hmm. they had errors? And finally, in on, ongoing management, really, uh, I say decreasing risk and getting higher returns. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about this, but I think it's managing to a risk tolerance. Okay. Uh, so we can talk a little bit more about that. Right. The, the second aspect of the business is um, <clears throat> creating an agile finance organization. Mm-hmm. Um, today's world is not the same as it was before. Things are moving faster and faster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know that. You have a young, a young one, and they're growing up, and just it's amazing how quick things happen. Uh, but the traditional organizations aligned to individual business units where you have dedicated resources don't give you the flexibility to respond to mm-hmm. uh, situations and do analysis. Right. Um, CFOs, treasurers, they're moving to agile organizations with centers of expertise supporting the business units but providing expertise through a service model. And then really focus on hiring team members as knowledgeable in technology as they are in debits and credits. Right, that's really important. Yeah, yeah, you asked one question about um, a big change. One of the big changes, of course, is technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the past, it was very easy to just be someone who entered a debit here and a credit there and moved on. Mm -hmm. Today, we see technology underlying everything we do. Right. and really looking, having a forward-looking mindset based on sound data and, and analytics. Mm-hmm. And to re-emphasize, you know, we talk about what the big changes are. One of them is technology. Right. right? Really embracing the technology for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's cloud, um, big data, mm-hmm. uh, cybersecurity, and we'll talk about some of that. Um, but you really want a place where you can go that supports that single version of the truth. Right. You know, think about the amount of time that even you and I spend together talking about the results of mm-hmm. um, campaigns. Oh, well, I have this report from this date and that report from that date. Well, if right. you use a tool like SAP S4HANA, you eliminate that problem because you're all looking mm-hmm. at the same data. Yeah. Everybody's reading from the same choir book. I mean, the same Absolutely. Book. Singing mm-hmm. from the same sheet, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So 
you know, we also want to provide capability for sophisticated cost and financial analysis. Mm -hmm. Really, come treasurers, cost accountants are looking for that adaptability, that adept mm -hmm. uh, capability. Right. Um, looking at predictive accounting. So there's a new opportunity. Right. Imagine today that, um, you know, how do we know when we're going to receive our, get our receivables? How do we know when cash comes in? Uh, we have to kind of go by gut. Yeah. Um, imagine that you have a tool that could do predictive accounting that says, based mm -hmm. on the types of orders I have, the number of orders I have, and who the orders were, mm -hmm. I could predict when I would expect to collect cash right. and allow me to do better cash management. Right. That's an aspect of predictive accounting. Yes. Um, also, what if scenario analysis, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, you could take a tool like treasury, revenue accounting, uh, CLM, and do what if scenarios. What if I change the balance of my owned assets to leased assets? What if I changed my uh, calling plans? Mm -hmm. What would be the revenue impact? In the case of Treasury very specifically, how could I do modeling to look at hedging? Right. Uh, taking on hedging solutions right. or changing my cash policy so that I want to collect faster, pay slower. So instead I'm going to collect in 30 days but pay in 180. How do I manage the float? How do right. I manage all of that? Right, and a lot of these what ifs for analyses are being done today, but it's all manual. I mean, absolutely, you need uh, expertise, and there's a lot of maybe subjective uh, guesswork involved. Let's Agreed. say, yep. right, plays yep. to your biases. Yep. Okay. So you know, it, it it's great to be able to to work through those. Um, Another area that we're seeing a lot of attention being placed on and, and challenges for the businesses in um, what my friend and, and colleague Mike Curry likes to call compliancy, mm -hmm. security and compliancy. Mm -hmm. uh, really thinking about data, data privacy is one aspect, GDPR, mm -hmm. HIPAA, uh, the yeah. California privacy laws, we see that proliferating all over the world. Um, other aspects like Sarbanes-Oxley, mm -hmm. uh, um, SOC, mm -hmm. ICFR, SAP 74, Dodd-Franks, Dodd mm -hmm. you know, all things that are coming into, um, in the case of uh, Europe in particular, they have a thing called SAFT, mm -hmm. where they're forcing companies to faster and faster provide information. Yeah. In fact, there's in some cases, there's places where you have to submit your mm -hmm. invoices to the government before you submit them to your customer okay. for approval. So it's really amazing. Uh, and then, of course, you want scalability and flexibility and the, the all-famous move to the cloud. Right. So it's sort of a long answer to your question. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you did uh, thanks for letting us know about the treasury aspect, but uh, how does that tie in with the Bramasol uh, strategy as a whole? <clears throat> well, that's a great question. You know, at Bramasol, our vision is to be the leaders in finance transformation and innovation working side by side with CFOs and their teams to help them position mm -hmm. the office of the CFO as really an engine for innovation, an engine mm -hmm. for strategic advantage. Um, we really believe that there's a financial revolution out there. Okay. And in this revolution, it empowers everybody at, from the CFO down to the accounting clerk with mm -hmm. the information, tools, and knowledge that they need to make decisions real time right. and drive the business. We also believe it's one in which repetitive tasks, such as cash application, accounts payable, GRIR, are now offloaded to tools like RPA, robotic process automation and machine learning, 
allowing those people and those assets to be freed up to make more strategic mm -hmm. decisions. And all of that, of course, is underlying, mm -hmm. you know, as you and I both know, with analytics. Mm -hmm. So every day we challenge the status quo of these existing dashboards, reports that are static. Right. And we provide automated tools, we provide dynamic ones built on a single version of the truth, SAP mm -hmm. S4HANA, and give access to real-time data. We partner and challenge the office of the CFO mm -hmm. to simplify their processes. We all know that they have all kinds of complex processes. We help them automate and transform those processes using SAP Finance Solutions to deliver our own insights, innovation, and of course, you know, the best service in the world. Right. So it's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, but it does tie it up really nicely uh, with, so Treasury is definitely somewhere, a place where Bramasol has a lot to offer mm -hmm. and a place where companies have a lot to gain. So what are some of the challenges you see uh, by Treasury departments uh, in across organizations? What, you know, if someone from, tre from the Treasury function is listening in, what are some of the things that uh, he or she would most identify with? Yeah, that's that's me. That, that's, this is the problem I'm facing. Yeah, I think that's a great question. I would divide that up into four basic buckets, and we talk about what are, you know, what is Treasury, and what are the buckets. Uh, number one, I would say it, it's all about payments. Mm -hmm. right? How do I make sure I'm making accurate payments to the right person at the right time, and have a way of verifying those payments? Right. Um, an example of that is, of course, the a, the uh, SAP um, banking communications. Mm -hmm. um, module, module. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is a tool that allows you enables you to communicate back and forth mm -hmm. uh, in a seamless way right. and gives you real-time insights in the past you would have to wait until the bank cleared or gave you transactions yes. this is an automated tool it gives you almost mm -hmm. immediate insights uh, into your cash position mm -hmm. so if you're struggling with knowing what your exact cash position mm -hmm. is BCM is a great tool mm -hmm. to help you do that and because it's integrated with SAP uh, particularly in S4HANA, you only have to enter your new bank accounts, your bank account information once, and uh -huh. this tool picks all of that up. Um, another place that you're looking at is your cash management, mm -hmm. right? Um, there's nobody out there who really likes bank fees. There's nobody who likes paying in interest to the bank except the bank. Mm -hmm. um, imagine that you could understand your real-time cash position, yeah. and if you're a company like Apple, who has a lot of cash in the U.S., mm -hmm and needs to use that cash to fund other organizations, let's say in France, mm -hmm. where interest rates might be a little bit higher, or Venezuela, where there's hyperinflation, why would I go get a bank loan? Why not take that cash, get a return on an internal uh -huh. investment, and do internal cash pooling? Right. Right. There are other um, tools that they're using out there, but if your issue and challenges are how do I manage my cash? How do I manage my cash position? Mm -hmm. you know, we have that solution for you. Okay. Um, managing your debts and investments. Mm -hmm. um, I would say managing your debts and investments, of course, is having clear insight into the balance of your portfolio around your long-term, short-term, and medium-term capital needs. Mm -hmm. um, looking at capital versus uh, expense. So commercial paper, mm -hmm. do I do um, accounts receivable factoring, how do I mm -hmm. continue to manage that process? And mm -hmm. SAP has a lot of tools out there uh, right. in the Treasury Risk Management Solution Portfolio mm -hmm. to help you uh, okay. do that. Mm -hmm. Also to help you interface with uh, other solutions. Right. right. There's a lot of legacy solutions Absolutely. out there. 
there are, and, and a lot of them aren't integrated, and I think mm -hmm. having that integration is important. Uh, the last place, and I think the most beneficial for anybody these days, uh, is around risk. Okay. You know, I think risk is a huge uh, concern for anyone mm -hmm. uh, out there. Um, and if you think of risk, you can think of uh, two phases of it. Number one is thinking of it from the perspective of managing my risk. Mm -hmm. um, and that goes to, you know, we all talk about the idea of minimizing risk, right? right. You want to minimize risk. You go out on, mm -hmm. um, go out on a, a, a drive. Here in mm -hmm. Pune, managing your risk is different than managing your risk in um, the U.S., mm -hmm. right? So if I drive in a car here or in a rickshaw or something, mm -hmm. I have a certain risk tolerance, right? right? In the U.S., I have a different risk tolerance. Right. The same is true of companies. It's managing mm -hmm. to your risk tolerance. Mm -hmm. And that's what's great about SAP is it allows you to manage your risk tolerance. Okay. My risk tolerance is a little bit higher than some. I'll mm -hmm. ride on the back of a bike mm -hmm. around Pune. Some people won't do that. Right. Um, but there are three categories, I think. One is first managing cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't think there's a day that goes by that either you or I doesn't see or we get an alert mm -hmm. from somebody that says, oh, look, your credit card account has been violated. Yes. Right? Um, now imagine that you're the treasurer of an organization responsible for all of the cash, mm -hmm. the investments, all the money. Right. You're that guy sitting in mm -hmm. front of all the money and the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And you click on a bad link. Right. And you click on a bad link or you allow somebody or haven't managed your security profiles properly, now you're hacked. Well, all right, it's bad enough that I've hacked and gotten um, my money accessed. But mm -hmm. what about the fact that I have ACH information for other companies because I do exchanges with them or exchanges right. with banks? Or what if I um, have credit card information because mm -hmm. I collect payments? So cybersecurity is increasingly becoming a huge issue. Mm -hmm. um, the other area of that is finance risk. Right. And really finance risk um, divides up into three different spaces. Number one uh, is about financial risk, mm -hmm. interest rate risk, the fluctuations of interest rates and managing those. Right. We talked about them internationally. You know, in the US as you begin to see different Interest rates on different trends, mm -hmm. managing your other your other aspects is very important to you. Right. Um, also thinking about commodities. So mm -hmm. for companies, let's say like our favorite, everybody loves their cup of Starbucks in the morning. Mm -hmm. If you're Starbucks, you have to plan and understand your costs in a very linear fashion. Mm -hmm. Well, they want to manage that commodity risk because mm -hmm. the price of coffee beans may change. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's with one primary commodity. I mean, exactly. for larger organization or for a more complex organization that's going to be a lot more difficult. Absolutely. Imagine automobile companies where they have mm -hmm. to manage the prices of petroleum or mm -hmm. metals or mm -hmm. all different aspects yeah. as a huge. You know, look right. at the, and this will lead to you know a, a topic in a minute of, of you know the tariffs that have been put on and we'll talk about geopolitical right. risk. And the third space really in financial is currency risks. Mm -hmm. um, you know and I'll give you an example when I came here last year you know the rupee was 62 to 1. Now it's mm -hmm. 72 to 1. Great for me, not so good for other people. But depending on how I sell my, my goods in the country or mm -hmm. I make them and ship them, mm -hmm. I want to hedge that. I want to manage that. And yeah. of course, SAP has tools uh, to help you, number one, have a real good sense of what your risk or exposure is. Mm -hmm. um, but secondly, to interface to different hedging platforms and tools to help you proactively manage that okay. process. 
So, okay. And uh, geopolitical risk, like you talked about. As Absolutely. Well. You know, geopolitical risk, um, we talked about that. You know, you take the, the U.S.-China mm -hmm. trade wars, but here in, in India, and certainly if you're in Europe and listening to this, Brexit. You know, what's the open questions about Brexit and what's going on? Uh -huh. What's the open questions about the Greek economy or the Turkish economy? Mm -hmm. um, you know, what's happening in the Middle East? All of those have bearing, you know, not just on your ability to manage your supply chain, but your ability to manage uh, your assets. Right. Right. So you, you have to kind of manage that. An underlying piece of that um, certainly are two aspects. One is tax. Mm -hmm. Right, so the U.S. has recently changed all their tax regimens. Mm -hmm. um, well, how do you manage that process? Right. What's what's the change? Brexit again brings in these issues of tax and tax management. Mm -hmm. um, so you want to think about tax. SAFTE mm -hmm. is another example of tax mm -hmm. management. Right. Um, but you know the the other aspects are you know trade, trade tariffs. Mm -hmm. you know, how am I managing trade and trade tariffs? So there's mm -hmm. certainly a lot of aspects of these um, geopolitical areas that you have to manage. Right. And uh, one thing that immediately comes to mind when mm -hmm. we talk about all this kind of uh, functionality is the more functionality uh, we, you have, the more data you tend to generate. And the more data you have uh, is the richer your data set for right. analysis, for analytics. Absolutely. So that's another area. I mean, it's not exactly a part of Treasury, but you can see big improvements if you pair it up with analytics, would you agree? No, I agree with you. I think that's a great point, and certainly we focus um, on that. And one place that you take advantage of that, you know, certainly is in the area of compliance. Mm -hmm. You know, as you have to go through the compliance, and we'll talk a little bit about that maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but data is a huge issue. It's not just about the data governance. Mm -hmm. right? How do I manage all of my data? But you know, how do I determine what data is important? Right. Um, I had the good fortune, uh, together with our CEO, Dave Fellers, of going to a talk by Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. And he talked about two different kinds of challenges that you face. Mm -hmm. One is a puzzle. Mm -hmm. And a puzzle, as you know, is something where you don't have all the pieces. And you're looking for the piece and you want to put it in, into the puzzle, fitting it all together, right? Right. The other one is a mystery. Mm -hmm. A mystery is where all the facts are there. But you have to sort through all those facts and figure out which ones are the pertinent mm -hmm. ones and which ones are not, mm -hmm. right? And I think increasingly, and I agree with, you know, God forbid I agree with Malcolm Gladwell, but, you know, I agree that he, with his perception that we're entering a space where the world is all about mysteries. Really, the amount of data that you will have will be huge. Mm -hmm. It won't be a problem as you use a tool like S4HANA or any of the others how much data and what data do I have? Mm -hmm. The mystery and challenge is going to be how do I make meaning right. out of that data? And you know, in, mm -hmm. in, for Bramasol and, and for any company that's doing this, it will be about focus and expertise. Right. You'll want to be able to understand you know, why do I care about this data? What's the important aspects of mm -hmm. this data? And that's where I think our expertise uh, can be brought. Right. right. I want to talk one other second, if I might. Of course. You know, you and I talked earlier, and we've talked many times about compliance. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've said, you know, from a treasury perspective, John, why does a treasurer care about compliance? I mean, obviously, there are certain banking compliance rules. Um, certainly, the idea of mm -hmm. the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act is another space where you have to be managed, mm -hmm. you know, where you send money. Um, there are a lot of global trade things, et cetera. 
But think about um, a couple of, number one, of course, we know the easy ones like IFRS 9, uh, which is your uh, impairments, mm -hmm. and the similar one that the U.S. has, which is your current expected credit losses, uh -huh. right, which is where they're all kind of coming together to really look at what's that impact, mm -hmm. right, and, and changing the way we measure them and look at them. And in the insurance industry, similarly, you know, it's a RevRec slash credit impairment thinking about, um, you know, God forbid somebody gets disabled or something happens and they can't pay their insurance policies or different insurance liabilities come up, what's the likelihood they have to manage that, right? But it extends beyond that. Um, you know, we know as experts uh, in ASC 842, the leasing place um, regulations, that, you know, that has a huge impact. And what you're seeing is companies having a huge pile of assets and liabilities being added to their balance sheet. Mm -hmm. And one of the big things that banks look at is certainly your return on assets, return on invested capital, and your debt to equity ratio. Yeah. Right? There was well, think, something about that uh, recently. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Moody's came out with something uh, recently that they are revamping mm -hmm. uh, their ratings. Yeah. Even though they used to impute value mm -hmm. for what they thought was um, or could begin to identify as leases, now these leases, over $1 trillion, Mm -hmm. worldwide are coming on your books. So how does that impact your debt to equity ratios? Are companies that are heavy asset-based companies, are their debt to equity ratios and the things that investors look at going to change? Mm -hmm. Just as importantly for the treasurer though, banks put covenants, right? When you and I buy a car, we buy a house, they want to know how much debt do I have before they're going to loan me you know, a couple of hundred thousand bucks to buy a house. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, now, think about these companies. It's the same thing, right? They have hundreds of millions, if not billions, of outstanding loans mm -hmm. from banks, yeah. bonds, yeah. commercial paper, etc. Mm -hmm. All of that is now impacted by what we call debt covenants that say Fine. you cannot have more debt. Mm -hmm. And now, all of a sudden, these assets that used to be just expenses are showing up as real assets, real liabilities for the debt, mm -hmm. treasurers are going to have to really understand what that means and really balance and, and understand um, the lease versus buy decision a little bit more carefully. Mm -hmm. so. That's going to be a big impact. Mm -hmm. All right. So just before, I think we're coming up on our time, but before we go, are there any specific areas of the new SAP uh, treasury solution that you'd like to highlight compared to the old one, the, one, well, the new one? <coughs> Certainly we talked about um, you know, the banking communications manager. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a great one. Another one is uh, associated with it that helps manage risk is the business integrity screening. Um, I'm really excited about that tool and how it works with some of the others. Um, business integrity screening is a proactive tool that allows you to use really machine learning type technology mm -hmm. uh, and look at the patterns and behaviors and identify mm -hmm. fraud up front. Right. You know, if you applied it, for example, to payments, you could mm -hmm. begin to analyze and look at payments. Maybe there are fraudulent bank accounts, fraudulent payment types, fraudulent mm -hmm. receivers, don't know. Right. Um, another place that we've looked at is in the space of lease, leases, mm -hmm. where you can begin to apply it to um, fraudulent vendors or fraudulent payments as well. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a really great application that I'm very excited about. Right. Um, SAP's made a lot of, of 
effort and focus on integration with a lot of the trading platforms mm -hmm. and banking platforms. We talked about BCM. Um, they have a hedging uh, derivatives and investment tool that also allows you to interface to uh, tools like uh, Deutsche Börse that mm -hmm. allows you to go out and trade commodities and okay. you get real-time information fed mm -hmm. back and you can see some real-time uh, data there. Even more, I, I think the biggest thing that's exciting for me overall and, and across SAP is analytics. Right. Um, you know, Dave likes to say, Dave, our CEO, likes to say that analytics is the face of finance transformation. And, right. and I agree with him mm -hmm. 100%. I think that um, analytics is what's going to empower people and empower mm -hmm. change. Information mm -hmm. empowers change. Absolutely. Uh, and so, you know, all of the tools that SAP has introduced, um, whether it's the closing cockpits, whether it's the cash management cockpit, um, the debt cockpits, all of these are great new tools that allow you to really manage those aspects of your business in, in a proactive way. Right. And when you layer on some of the analytics that Bramasol is going to be providing mm -hmm. and gives you this, this concept of drill down, drill through, and drill back, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm really excited about that. Um, the other space is, again, in, in the concept of machine learning. Mm -hmm. I think there are some great new applications for GRIR, goods receipts, and invoice receipt matching. I can see. Right? Yeah. Now, who wants to be sitting there matching, you know, this to this to this, right? Um, cash application is another great example of, you, mm -hmm. you know, somebody pays you a lump sum, but you've given them a bill with 30 different line items. How do you match what got paid? Yes. And uh, SAP has some great machine learning tools. I think that one thing that you mentioned, um, and we will mention again, is um, those are great tools, but if you don't take care of the business processes and you don't care, take care of the data up front, mm -hmm. um, all you've done is accelerated and automated uh, less than um, stellar uh, results. Yes. So I, I think those are the areas that I'm, I'm, I'm personally most excited about. Well, John, it's been a really good uh, to have you with us. Thank you. And I think uh, it was really fun talking to you and very... It's great being here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bramasol's Insight to Action podcast series. We hope that you found it helpful. To ensure that you never miss a future episode, you can subscribe to Bramasol at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Bramasol and detail on our solutions for compliance, optimization, and financial transformation, please visit www.bramasol.com or email us at info at bramasol.com. <laughs>